Okay, this is uh, for Aspects and Truth, a series, and uh, this will be number one. And in this series, this is um, May 30th, 2015. And in this series, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give a problem manifestation, just give a problem manifestation, and I'm going to draw a few spiritual truths up around that that problem. So the platform that we want to deal with right here is let's just say that we have a quest seeker. This is a person that's in a lot of frustration, uh, depression, but they really want to do good. They want the truth. They want to transcend it. They want to move on. Okay. And let's just say on the other side, there is this issue of a sickness. And if I, if I want to deal, deal with this in the astrological arena, I would say a sickness in Libra. Uh, Libra brings in relationships. It brings in love concepts, loved ones, uh, these love objects. And but it talks about exchange. It talks about the types of things exchange, and at the highest level, it's giving to uh, uh, the outer world. It's given to another, someone outside giving to another. But as its highest expression, it's living through the giving, and it's not expecting something in return. That's where the power is. But it takes time to get there. You have to develop the muscles through resistance training. Okay, so the first thing is, let's put this paradigm out here, which is, um, you know, in our society, you know, when you talk about a parent or a grandparent or whatever, you know, the whole structure of family. Generally, what people say is give respect to someone of age. You know, and age is, is, is absolutely uh, equated many times with wisdom. Or you owe that person a great deal of sacrifice. Now, there's nothing wrong with the concept of I want to, you know, uh, see uh, this person uh, through the to the other side with dignity, okay, and help them out as their uh, their their vehicle is deteriorating. Now, that's not what I'm speaking to. I'm speaking of this whole issue of don't spew my word. How dare you tell me that you have greater wisdom than I have? Now, um. My energy transcends all religions. Okay, so I, I work within religions, but it transcends all religions. So I'm not going to lock in, but I'll use a, a wisdom uh, of any religion as a tool to help a person grow. So one of the things that we're going to be dealing with right here is is uh, the Christ ray, Jesus Christ, the Christ ray. Just to throw it out there and see if there's any way we can unravel a dilemma. So we have... Um, Two daughters. One is uh, tied up into the desire world and is irresponsible, immature. And basically, you know, when they get to that dispassionate phase of I'm not getting what I want, they're willing to have temper tantrums and rebel. The second one is a daughter that sits up and says, you know, I want to take where I came from and take the things that need to need to to uh, be healed and and put them into a point of how can they progress? I want to enhance. I'm an enhancer. I want to bring joy with a sadness. I want to grow, but I'm willing to help those around me that I love grow too. So that's 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 a different. That's called a quest. The person has a quest. They don't have the skill to do it, but that's their desire to share and enhance, to make sacrifices to enhance. So that daughter would say, "I want to do this for my mother. I want to do this for my sister or anybody." You know, that I am associated with. I like to do this. Husband, children, whatever. 
Okay, and then you have a mother that only came so far. In other words, this person is romantic. The mother is, is over here saying, well, this is what's happened to me so far. And I have been frustrated. I have been hurt, but I'm not getting any wisdom in my life. I'm basically just clinging to what I have because whatever's been taken away from me has left me crippled. And I, I'm fresh out of ideas. I'm just clinging to what I have. And I just want to look forward to getting energy exchanged from your huddling with this whole, with the, with, with the family energy. Okay. So that's the three objects I'm working with here because it delineates out further. Okay. So the sister that's doing the tantrums came from the mother's womb. The sister that's trying to do good came from the mother's womb. Now the mother's going to sit back and say, when I walk around in society and I want to get some type of joy, I'll say, well, look, you know, uh, they said, well, how are your children? Well, this one is doing good. They're, they're doing this. They're doing that. And the grandchildren are doing this and that. And that's like the mother's chest pumps out. And you see, you know, I didn't come from this. Uh, the, you know, the people of my generation didn't achieve this. But my goodness, there must be something good about me if I can absolutely give birth to somebody who can ascribe to this level of performance. Well, what about this other daughter? Oh, uh, you should really... You know, empathize with me. I'm just frustrated. I don't know what to do to get this child jump started. I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that. I do have my weight I'm bearing, but I pray that this thing can, can work out. And there's the mother. Okay, when I, this is not wisdom, this is not studying this person, it's not going to seek out therapy. They're not going to um, be in some new age study group or whatever. They're going to stay there and work out this dynamic. So they're kind of stuck. Okay, then you got the sister over here that says, you know, I'm terrified. Um, I, I am jealous of my sister's accomplishments. You know, I wish I could just, you know, uh, put a tape recorder under my pillow and all of a sudden, you know, I wake up in the morning and all this knowledge is mine and I can go and get this job and have this credentials behind my name. But as far as me, you know, step by step building and following my sister's path, I can't do it. It's too painful. It would be imprisoning to me to do this, but I, I can't. It's irresistible. So my sister's accomplishments haunt me. They haunt me. And and so, you know, I withdraw from being compared. I withdraw from encountering my inadequacy by encountering her adequacy. Yet I want some of this childhood uh, closeness to permutate. And I wanted to get inside of me by osmosis, just by proximity. I wanted to flow to me. So I'm kind of scared when the phone rings and it's my sister. I'm kind of saying, are you going to nurture me? Because if you're not, I don't need more pain. Then on the other hand, when it comes to growing and going, being a quest, they say, I don't know. I'm shell shocked. I don't want to be associated, be associated with anything that has pain. Well, it's kind of hard to get a person into resistance training when resistance itself is pain. So this person tends to be an underachiever. They will you know, on purpose achieve little so they can cut down the expectation ratio. OK, again, and this gets into self-concept and a lot of other things that we will talk about. But you got you, you got the picture here. OK, this is a dynamic. Now, the, the spiritual moral here comes to spiritual justice and, and using that as an internal foundation to uh, build character 
and and how you navigate yourself on this earth plane. Spiritual justice. Okay, here we go. Now, this is what we want to quest for. And the other side is the spider web contamination um, of living under the tradition, the rules, the expectations uh, uh, of a family structure that is not uh, based on this kind of uh, spiritual growth. Okay, so you got history with all these objects, but they don't feed you at the highest level on the inside. So what do you do here? Well, the first thing is you can't control these outer objects. You can't control them. It's like you can you cannot control the weather. You can confuse it. You can enhance it. Yes, they got, you know, machines out here that try to make something happen. But there's, there is a karma that goes along with it. They add to a mix. Okay? It adds confusion to confusion equals more confusion. But it's not control. Because you, you don't have the power to create or destroy. You can absolutely be involved in the transformation process. So that's that's where we get into this confusion thing. You can add to the confusion, but you don't have the ultimate control and everything is changing. Everything is in flux. So what your quest is, is to sit back and evaluate. Now, we're, let's go right quick over here to uh, Jesus Christ, because that's what I said was the ray. Well, in this particular instance, Jesus was the firstborn. Mother and father, firstborn, mysterious birth situation. But let's just say that that's the focus. He's the firstborn. And it's clearly that there were other children born through the womb of Mary, which was his mother. Other children came through. And it, the word was brothers and sisters. Now, if you look this Bible uh, phrase up, they were not born with spiritual wisdom. Christ had the spiritual wisdom. Christ had the consultation coming to him spiritually. It was way over the head of Joseph and Mary, way over the head. He didn't even begin his ministry to about 32 years old, lived to 33. But somewhere in there, it wasn't it wasn't long, but he was building up all those years for this particular test. OK, when he was young, he was manifesting power. And when he was at a festival, when he was young, his mother, you know, out of pride, they were poor people, carpenters, but they were poor people. And they had this festival and they ran out of wine. So she just his mother got up and said, hey, y'all, let's uh, you know what? Let me show you something. Jesus, come over here. He's about 18. Turn, turn some of this water into wine. And he did. And everybody was happy to have more wine. And oh, that's so that's so handy. But that wasn't his mission. But it shows you how you can get involved with people that don't know your mission. They don't know your quest. And just for passion. They can compromise your energy. Now, a lot of people think energy is free. You know, I mean, you know, you seem to be a happy person. Tell me a joke. You know, it, it ain't going to hurt you. I don't think so. Yet when Christ was with his disciples and he was gearing up to go out and heal the multitudes when he was first doing his missions, he called his disciples to him and said, somebody just touched me. And they're seeing all the crowd pushing around. They know Jesus came out to feed these people out of five fish and loaves of bread and all this kind of stuff. And say, what in the world is he talking about? Why is he agitated? We've seen this guy heal leopards and everything. Well, why would he care about one person touching him? He said, somebody has touched me for power has gone out of me. 
Uh oh. Well, now what the hell does this mean? Here's this being that's got all this power and he's worried about something going out of him. Well, how do you decode this? Jesus looked around and saw the woman who touched him. And she had a very uh, dark, not honest look about her. And he said, there is the person who touched me. Well, guess what it was? She was slick and going in the crowd, wanted Jesus' energy, but no responsibility. You know, one of these things like I've healed you, go and sin no more. Something worse is going to happen to you because the laws of karma are real. I'm just giving you a template of health to get you on your feet. But you are responsible for your choices. She didn't want that. She wanted the benefit without the responsibility. Now, in this example, you got to see that that sister wants the benefit without the responsibility. That mother wants to say that the family Adam is stronger. And this is what the family does. And she wants to be able to dispatch that daughter that has to go and give some to the daughter that that uh, heal the daughter. That doesn't have without that daughter that doesn't have make a commitment to sin no more or something worse is going to happen to her. So there's no spiritual foundation in all this family do this and family do that. It's a it's a matriarch or a patriarch. These people have age on them, which we equate with wisdom and we have to give respect to them. But it's not a spiritual system. It's a historical repetitive expectation system that imprisons a questing spirit. And that questing spirit has to say. What difference does it mean whether I meet up to the expectations of anyone if I truly implant love and the seeds of truth and goodness, then that will stand on its own. So here we go. So anyway, the crowds are talking and, you know, the idiots and the ones, these people around you say, well, that's just common sense. Well, this is a person sitting up there scratching their head. They're not disciplined. They haven't studied. Then they just scratch their head and say, well, common sense tells you A, B, C and D. That's not wisdom. That's just common what these people think is the best way to go. So naturally, uh, Jesus comes in and says, uh, excuse me, you guys have been practicing I-49-242, right? Yeah, and the best y'all can do is treat people the way that you want them to treat you. Well, I want to bring something new in here. I want to tell you, love your enemies. And I want to tell you, turn the other cheek. And if somebody asks you for something, give them more. I want to tell you to yield. And they're saying, what the hell? Are you crazy? I'm going back to the 10th commandments. I, I don't want to hear that shit. Okay. Well, these are the people that are talking around Jesus' brothers and sisters. And so they get embarrassed. They say, God, man, they know, they know he's associated with us. They went to the mother. They said, mom, Jesus is in town. He's preaching those crazy documents. And what did Mary say? Let's go and take charge of Jesus for surely he's out of his mind. Now this will trump out your mother mothers and your fathers and the family reunion committee and all the stuff, your friendship committee, your peers, because they're making decisions based on your inner essence that they don't know. How would they know what your spiritual journey and quest is? They have to become it to know it. So this is object manipulation. Okay. So the next chapter you go to, it says Jesus is preaching out there. This next chapter, it says Jesus is preaching out there. He says, he told us the crowd and the multitude, he said, who is my mother? Who is my brother? Who is my sister? Who is my, you know, who are these people? He says, anybody who follows the spirit of truth on my quest is my mother, my brothers, my sisters, my cousin. Those are the true relationships. Bingo. There is your paradigm. That's it. There's your paradigm right there. 
when you choose to give these sacred uh, commitments, this sacred marriaging to those uh, expressions of energy on your quest, they get those rerolls. What? So you say, well, my goodness, what do you do with these people in the family and all this uh, relations? Those people are your life challenges. Your, that's your resistance training. Whether you can say yes or no or facilitate confusion. You know, a baby sits up there and loves the sweetness of a sucker and cries for that sucker in, in lieu of nutrition. You're not going to just keep feeding that kid uh, suckers just so he can smile. Oh, they'll get a sucker, all right. But they're going to get a balanced meal first. Well, this is the same thing here. Okay. So you have to be willing to cut off the feedback circuit. Now, in this case, with this woman who touched uh, Jesus, obviously, Jesus, be he found the woman, which means that was his life lesson. He had to learn that people weren't going to follow the rules of waiting in line to get healed and give him respect to what healed him which means they had to listen to the Beatitudes. They had to listen to his truth. He wasn't feeding them out there because they were hungry. He was saying, this is what I'm going to do to make you comfortable while I'm feeding you this hard truth. That's what the feedings was about. That's what the healings were about. Okay, well, that's a challenge. How do you approach your mother? Okay, that you're going to bring pain to him and then they're going to sit back and say, you can't talk to me like that. You brought me pain. Well, one person brings me pain and they're underachieving, and then another person brings me pain when they're overachieving, and if I'm a person who's desensitized and running from any pain at all, I'm going to accuse the person who's bringing me pain as being somebody I need to avoid, someone who was setting out to hurt me, somebody who didn't understand my, my load. Okay, so again, I need you to just reflect on these concepts. We're just reflecting on concepts here to understand, but you have to realize you can't serve two masters. You're going to love one, hate the other. A divided house won't stand. So I say first, make your commitments inside. On the, Again, in the Christian uh, era, it would say, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all things will be added to it. But the issue is where you find a person's treasure is where you're going to find their heart. Your treasure has to be in spiritual questing first. That has to be most important. And then you work in the energy of sending energy out. But if you think that you can usurp anybody's karma from the outside to heal something inside of them, then you are absolutely wasting your energy and you are uh, victim. I mean, you are not only victim to it, but you're also guilty of object manipulation because that's not love. That's not love. Okay, because obviously you can't prove that you will stay on earth one more second. There's, there's unlimited ways for you to be removed off this earth plane. So what happens when you are withdrawn and they're looking around saying, well, so-and-so used to do this for me. I never learned how to do it for myself. They're gone. Okay, so uh, this is just getting the concept, but it is one of the, the, the issue from this uh, appeasement and 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 channeling energy to say, you know, I love you because I try to love you and I try to love you by helping you with the things you need help on. But you're resisting me. So I appease you the best I can by making the effort, you know, to to expend my talents and everything to balance out what is troubling you. OK, but. 
The judge is your ego. And I don't trust your ego to be wise enough to appreciate my giving or to, to uh, understand that I got a load and not to ask me to do tasks that are over and beyond my ability or to send me to someone who's a scoffer, a disrespectful person and put me on a stage where I got to appeal and beg or put it into such a form that I no longer can respect what I'm giving. And that how you dissolve, begin to dissolve the quest of people saying, I own a part of your energy. You're not meeting up to my expectations. You first have to get your expectations tied into a spiritual quest. And you have to realize that if they're projecting energy on being hurt or disappointed using your name, then they're not talking about you. They're talking about an object they expect to give them something in exchange. You should not feel bad because someone thinks that you should exchange something with them. Because you haven't lost any love. That is not love. Exchange is not love. It's tied into the family of obsession. That's right. I'm not happy, but I'm tied in like glue, like a Chinese handcuff. I'm tied in. The more I try to pull away from this thing, this obsessive energy, the more I'm tied into that energy. And why shouldn't you be? You keep feeding the fire. It's going to keep burning. Okay, so that ties into obsession. These are just some, some things to begin to process this energy to look at. That the, the real quest to understand this has to be wisdom. And in order to do the wisdom, you got to sacrifice people feeding you back understanding and support. Because they're not, especially the ones that are not walking on the path of understanding or truth or balance. And you will find your spiritual mother, your spiritual sister, your spiritual brother, in those who are seeking to qualify in the same light. And that's where the strength will come from and the support. Thank you.